Warning, warning. As a medical doctor, I must inform you that there are side effects to this coaching session. Beware. It may enhance your self-esteem, cause you to experience vibrant health, encounter long-term weight loss, heal damaged relationships. Warning, there are side effects to this coaching session. It may increase your enthusiasm for life and bring about hope. It may cause you to have productive and optimistic thinking. It could even help you not allow messed up people to ruin the rest of your life and help you realize the masterpiece that you are and empower you to be the boss of your brain. Warning, these side effects may be long-term. This is Dr. Isabel from DrOnAMission.com. In this session, you'll be learning about nutritional ketosis. Nutritional ketosis is when the body burns fat instead of sugar as its primary fuel. Now, I've been studying from Dr. Mercola's book, Fat as Fuel, and Dr. Promalter, um, who's a neurologist, his book called Grain Brain. And they have really helped me understand nutritional ketosis. So let's take a look at what happens in the liver the first 12 hours after we eat. What happens in the liver is glycogen is broken down as the main energy source. Now glycogen is sugar that's been stored in the liver. So between zero and 12 hours after eating something, your liver is breaking down glycogen to create sugar molecules as its form of energy. Now let's take a look at what happens after 12 hours in the liver. From 13 hours to 18 hours, your liver now has broken down all of the glycogen, and so there's no more sugar to be used to be broken down from energy for energy, and now the body starts breaking down fat that has been stored in the liver from triglycerides. And so the fat is broken down for energy. When the fat is being broken down, it creates ketones because ketones are byproducts of fat metabolism. And that is called nutritional ketosis. That happens between 13 to 18 hours where the body is now in the liver breaking down fat that creates ketones, and which is a byproduct of fat metabolism, and that is the main source of energy. Sugar is no longer the source of energy. Your fat <laughs> is the source of energy. Yeehaw! <laughs> now let's take a look at uh, the ketones. You know, as a medical doctor, I've always been taught to be super afraid of ketones, you know, because ketoacidosis reminds us of type 1 diabetics and type 1 diabetics who show up with ketoacidosis can actually die. And so we as medical professionals have been taught to be super afraid of ketones and ketoacidosis. But let's just take a, a deeper dive into what that really is, okay? And kind of 
just really look at what's going on. So when fat is broken down, ketones are created. That's just the byproduct of fat metabolism. And the ketones are excreted two ways. One, it, through your breath as a form of acetone. That's why people get bad breath. They get that sweet, bad breath smell. Or the ketones are excreted in the urine. And when the ketones are high, we call that ketoacidosis. And in type 1 diabetics, an increase in ketones in the blood is usually caused by a couple of things. One, by infection. Two, by trauma. Three, by stress. Or four, by drug abuse. I'm just keeping it, you know, super simple as the cause of ketoacidosis in type 1 diabetics. And though very infrequently, we can also see ketoacidosis occurring in type 2 diabetics. It's a low risk, but it can happen. Now the key is you want to make sure that if you're a type 1 diabetic, you do not follow what I'm going to be teaching you because this is not for type 1 diabetics. I am teaching nutritional ketosis to help you burn fat when and if you're a type 2 diabetic, okay? All right, I hope that's cemented in your brain. <laughs> All right, very good. Now let's go on to the benefits of nutritional ketosis. So ketones being used as a main source of fuel has been shown to help in cancer because cancer cells cannot use ketones to grow. Cancer cells actually grow with sugar. So when ketones are around, cancer cells can't grow. Another benefit with ketones as a main source of fuel is the prevention of Alzheimer's, which is dementia. And you know what? We are now calling Alzheimer's as uh, sugar, sugar diet, sugar, oh, what are we calling it? Sugar dementia. And that's because we're seeing a lot of type 2 diabetics um, actually having Alzheimer's because we're seeing that Alzheimer's is really being called type 3 diabetes. So the key is get ketones in your system instead of sugar, and that'll, de and that'll prevent a lot of the Alzheimer's that we're seeing. Another benefit of ketones is it helps with migraines, polycystic ovarian syndrome, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, obesity. It helps turn around type 2 diabetes, which is a passion of mine. It helps clear up depression, which is also a passion of mine. And it also helps build muscle because ketones are used to grow muscle. So those are some of the benefits of ketones. So how do we enter nutritional ketosis? Well, the key is you wanna eat a high good fat count and have a, eat a low net carb and have low to moderate protein. I'll explain that in detail. So when I'm talking about high good fats, you want to make sure that you're eating good fats like butter, coconut oil, ghee, 
olive oil. That is sourced locally. Avocados, olives, other healthy fats are raw nuts. And I say raw because I don't encourage, we don't encourage you to use roasted or salted. And the raw nuts that, you know, I have in my kitchen are like macadamia, pecans, walnuts, Brazil nuts. Let me see, what else do I have in there? Oh yeah, we've got some pine nuts and uh, those are essentially the raw nuts. Almonds, did I say almond? Sorry. <laughs> so almonds and then raw seeds. Raw seeds like sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, flaxseed. And when you're eating flaxseed, you wanna make sure that you're you buy the flaxseed whole. And if you wanna grind it up, you can grind it up in your, in your, in your coffee grinder, but don't ever buy um, flaxseed or linseeds that are already ground up because they oxidize and they go rancid and that'll just cause chaos and disturbance in your system and inflammation. Also, another healthy fat are nut butters. Now, you know, you can actually create your own nut butter at home. So you actually know what you're creating. So what Chef Michael at Dr. On a Mission, my lovely husband, has taught us here at Dr. On a Mission is that you can just get some, for instance, if you want to make macadamia butter, you can get a cup of macadamia, soak them overnight with water, then in the morning, you can, um, you can empty out the water, put the, the, the macadamia into a food processor, put some salt into it, sea salt, and then put a little bit of coconut oil in there that's melted down. And then just put it in the food processor and blend it up, and you know what? You have the real deal, and you created it, and guess what? It'll be a lot less expensive. So nut butters created by you are another healthy fat. And you know, you can do that with almonds, you can do it with uh, pumpkin seeds, anything you want, any kind of nut you, can, you wanna do. You could do it with, um, with pine nuts. I know it would be a little expensive, but it'll be very, very delicious. Okay, so that, those are the high good fats. The next is another way, the, the second way to enter into nutritional ketosis is to have a low net carbohydrate. And what that means is your low net carbs is essentially your carbohydrate minus the fiber in the carbohydrate equals your net carbs. So that's just a calculation that you have to, that you have to do. Then you wanna have low to moderate protein. Now, the reason we want low to moderate protein is because if you are eating too much protein, which a lot of people are doing, and which I actually made the big mistake of doing for about two or three years, what happens is that protein gets broken down into sugar through a process called gluconeogenesis. And that sugar, as you know, if it's not used up right away, will get stored as fat. So the main way to enter into nutritional ketosis is eat a high good fat, low net carbs, and low to moderate protein. 
So you're essentially decreasing your carbohydrates and replacing those carbohydrates with healthy fat so that your liver is pushed into creating energy from fat because it's burning the fat instead of burning sugar because there's no more sugar around, okay? So just to recap what happens between zero and 12 hours after eating, your liver breaks down sugar as a main source of energy. And then what happens is the liver between 13 to 18 hours starts burning fat as the main source of energy. Um, now, the foods that you want to be avoiding are things like milk, not, not cheese, okay, but I'm talking about milk. And the reason is because galactose is a sugar. Now, when you look at cheese, I understand, you know, you're probably going tilt, tilt, tilt. Um, doc, cheese is made from milk, I know, but when you look at how many uh, net carbs are in cheese, you know, like a certain amount of cheese, it's actually pretty low. It's got good protein and good fat. So cheese is okay, but it's the milk. And the reason is because milk has galactose and galactose is a sugar. So just keep in mind, a glass of milk could actually, you know, really put you over the edge with your low net carbs. And Dr. Pomalter and Dr. Mercola are talking about having a low net carb between 20 to 50 grams per day. And I know that's low. I mean, I'm currently doing it myself and it's a challenge at the beginning, but it really is doable, okay? Other foods you wanna avoid are grains because grains are sugar. Next is alcohol. Now, I don't need to tell you that, but I just wanted to throw it in just in case it slipped your mind. <laughs> so alcohol, and if you're gonna be drinking alcohol, we recommend no more than three glasses of red wine per week as a little benefit because Red wine, as you know, has got resveratrol, and resveratrol is a beautiful, beautiful compound that bumps up the mitochondria, which is our powerhouse, and it makes our mitochondria work better, and we stay younger longer. So three glasses of red wine a week maximum. Now, other ways to increase your fat burning, if doing nutritional ketosis is not working for you, is you can start thinking about doing intermittent fasting. Now, Dr. Mercola is really big on um, intermittent fasting, and he, he talks about when you're doing intermittent fasting, you want to start off like maybe once every other day, or maybe you might want to do it like a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday, okay? So don't try and do it all at one time, you know, every single day, but start... Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And what you want to do is you want to eat all your food within six to eight hours. And so that means you can either skip breakfast or skip dinner. Usually people can skip breakfast a lot easier than skipping dinner uh, because dinner is such a social, social event. Uh, but remember, lunch should really be your highest intake of food because you're going to be burning it the rest of the day. Dinner should be a lot less. 
and you don't want to be eating any food, and I mean no food, three to six hours before going to bed, okay? So that when you do go to bed, you're actually, your body is resting instead of digesting, okay? So that is the main way that you can go into nutritional ketosis, is the first is eat a high good fat, low net carbs between 20 to 50, and low to moderate protein and avoid the milk, the grains, alcohol. And oh, I forgot to mention, you can start using a lot of coconut oil because coconut oil actually boosts your ketone levels. And we know that we want ketones because ketones means we're burning fat. And that's the key, you want to be burning fat because we as a world have increased levels of body fat. And the second way to go into nutritional ketosis is intermittent fasting. Now, why am I so gung-ho about this body fat? Well, because of my recent experience. Um, you know, I had a perfect BMI. I weighed right, I, my BMI was right, but I had my body fat content checked. And my body fat content was 31%. And anything over 31 is called obese. And that really made me kick into understanding the importance of body fat versus the scale versus BMI. So we have been taught that BMI and your scale, you know, what you weigh is the key. If you've got a good BMI, then you're fine. Not so. It's really the body fat. If we've got our body fat high, then that increases our risk of cancer. I mean, we all know now that increased body fat, obesity, is the second leading cause of cancer next to tobacco. So we can actually decrease our rate of cancer by getting our body fat under control. And that's why I'm so focused on nutritional ketosis right now, because I'm telling you, as you age and you're aging well, you want to do it right. And so that's why I'm here is trying to educate you from my experiences. And just to let you know, I have gotten a hold of it, gotten a hold of my body fat and shaken it off with this nutritional ketosis. And finally, I can honestly say I'm down to 24% which is a good level for me, okay? So the best foods to eat for your nutritional ketosis, I've gone ahead and created um, uh, the ultimate guide for your nutrient-dense food pyramid from Doctor on a Mission. I'll go ahead and share that with you right now because so many of you have sent in questions saying, what is the food pyramid that you should be, that you should be following? And, and uh, I appreciate you being so honest and, uh, and just asking me these questions because really it's your questions that have helped me put this stuff together. So keep up with those brilliant questions, okay? Strong work, high five. <laughs> okay, so here is the nutrient-dense food pyramid from Dr. on a Mission, created by me and my functional medical professionals okay so at the bottom you've got your vegetables and you want to be eating locally grown or organic 
if you can afford it and you want to eat it in abundant amount. Now, I know a lot of us can't afford organics. I understand that and I respect that. And I honor you wanting to take good care of yourself. So the easiest way I have found to clean non-organic vegetables when you bring them home is put them in a sink of water and take 30 mils of apple cider of white white vinegar or some apple cider vinegar and let it sit there for 20 minutes and swish it around swish 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 and then rinse it and then you've got pretty clean vegetables okay now the amount that you want to be eating is three to four palms is one serving and you know what you can have one to four servings of that at each meal because they are low net carbs all right and of course make sure the darker the green the darker the vegetable you know with the green and the reds the better they are for you the next level is your meat fish fowl and eggs why have I included that as the second level because they are wonderful with saturated fats, because saturated fats increase your energy, decrease your hunger, and they help repair your hormones and cells. Plus, the protein in the meat, fish, fowl, and eggs help to build lean muscle. You wanna make sure that you're buying it local, make sure that they're grass-fed or organic. How much? Well, a palm without the fingers would be considered one serving. The next tier is your healthy fats. And we've, I've already gone through this, but I'll just recap because we're in the, the food pyramid now. The healthy fats, why are we eating healthy fats? Well, because they increase your energy and decrease your hunger. And the fats that you want to stay far, far away from are your trans fats and your vegetable oils. Those are not healthy fats, okay? Those will age you and make you very sick. Trans fats are found in pastries, cookies, anything in a package pretty much. And uh, anything that in a package is a trans fat that says it's hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated, okay? So those are the two big words, hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated. And as you know, the scientists in the food industry pump the hydrogens into the, into the fats so that they've got a long shelf life and they can last forever. But that's not the way it should be. <laughs> that's not natural. So trans fats, anything that's hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated are a big no-no. The vegetable oils. What are the vegetable oils that you should stay far away from? They are the corn and canola, and then your sunflower, safflower, and soybean oil. So those are the five. Now let's talk about the healthy fats that you should be consuming. Butter, grass-fed is best. Co coconut oil, ghee, so coconut oil and ghee are best for sautéing, and ghee is clarified butter. They've got a high smoke point, so you can sauté with them, and they won't cause free radical production. Next is your olive oil. Please make sure that you get your olive oil locally sourced, because you know what's happening out there? 
Um, a lot of the olive oil that we're buying isn't really olive oil. It's actually like a third olive oil and then the rest is two thirds vegetable oils, which we should be staying away from. And so buy it locally, okay? So you know where you're getting it from. A uh, little case in point, for years I thought I was buying super wonderful um, cold pressed olive oil. And I found out by Googling the fake names of olive oil and I looked at the label that I was buying and I looked at the, the names on Google and lo and behold, the stuff that I thought I was buying that was good and clean for my family was actually a fake olive oil and I was actually poisoning my family and not even knowing about it. So now you are forewarned from my failures. <laughs> Isn't it great to learn from other people's failures? It just saves you so much time and frustration and money. Next see, next is avocados. Avocados are beautiful fats. Olives, raw nuts, raw seeds, and nut butters like we talked about. The next tier, oh, and how much of the healthy fats? Just use it freely. Um, I'm not too worried about you eating healthy fats. I know we've been taught to stay away from fats, but we are decreasing our carbohydrates, right? And we're increasing our healthy fats. That's the whole way to do nutritional ketosis. So how much, I'm not worried that you even count that right now because um, your body will tell your, your stomach will tell your brain, I've had enough, I've had enough food. And that's because the fat tells your brain, I've had enough, I don't need to eat anymore. The next tier is moderation. What is moderation food? Well, they are your high fiber carbohydrates and your high fat dairy. And the reason is the high fat dairy is, yes, it's, it's got good fat, but it's also got um, a little bit of your carbohydrates, okay? So you can actually start loading up on carbohydrates uh, with high fat dairy, like yogurt and cottage cheese and all that stuff. So if you're gonna have dairy, make sure it's high fat, but just watch the net carb load. So what's a high fiber carbohydrate? Well, things like quinoa, your steel cut oats, barley, your beans, Fruit, yes, fruit is good for you, but it's high. It's got carbohydrates in it, so you want to make sure you limit it to low GI and locally grown and in season. You want to eat boiled kumara. Well, that's what we say here in New Zealand. Kumara in America is known as sweet potatoes, and in other parts of the world. And your other high fiber carbohydrates are your whole grains, your brown rice, your red rice your basmati rice, and your couscous. And how much? Not any more than a half a cup. I'd probably keep it down to a quarter cup, but a half a cup each at each meal, okay? So the next tier is the last tier, and that's the tippy top top, and that's your dark chocolate and your red wine. Use as treats. Make sure you're using your dark chocolate because dark chocolate, anything greater than 70%. And the reason is because the higher the dark chocolate content, the less sugar. Makes sense, right? 
So have a little dark chocolate. It's good for you. It's got, got your antioxidants, keeps you young. And your red wine keeps you young too, but not too much, right? We want to keep it down to three glasses per week at the most. Uh, just a little question, a little quiz question. And you can answer it to yourself. <laughs> um, how many glasses of wine are there in a bottle of wine? No, it's not two. No, it's not four. You got it. It's seven glasses of wine per bottle. Just saying. Another little life lesson that I had to learn. So that's what we, that's how we do nutritional ketosis. The reason we go into nutritional ketosis is because it helps the body burn fat instead of sugar. And we do that when we are eating the right food and we're allowing our body to rest at night. Now, let's talk about some frequently asked questions. How fast will you lose weight? All right, that's a great question. However, I want you to focus more on body fat because that's what you're gonna be getting rid of. You're gonna be getting rid of body fat. The weight will come off, but it's not gonna come off very, very fast. Um, sometimes it takes up to 30 days for the body to get into true nutritional ketosis. Some people do it as quickly as seven days. Um, and you will burn fat consistently and start shedding the weight the longer you are in nutritional ketosis. And so I'm not gonna give you an amount of weight, okay? Because I don't want you to focus on that. I want your glasses to be focused on the body fat content, okay? And how much you're getting rid of. And you can get your body fat checked um, a couple of ways. You can go on to Google and just Google uh, body fat for women and what those women look like or body fat for men and the images there. And you can kind of calculate what, um, what you would be. Or you could go to the gym and have them do your body, body composition. And your body comp composition will, talk, will give you one of, the, one of the components of your body composition will be your body fat. So another way, a third way that I'm using now is um, uh, a, ca uh, a machine that I bought for $100. Um, you can Google it. I am not sponsoring them. They're not paying me to say this, but it's, it works for me and, and Chef Mike. Um, it's called the Omron Fat Monitor. That's O-M-R-O-N. O-M-R-O-N. And it's just handheld and you just check you can just follow the directions i do that once a month um actually chef michael and i do our body fat composition and our waist circumference uh, at the beginning of each month i think we're going to probably be doing that for the rest of our lives just to keep us honest <laughs> so the next question is how long does it take to get into nutritional ketosis well like i said everybody is different you could be into nutritional ketosis as quickly as seven days, but some people take up to 30 days. And the side effects, what are some of the side effects? Well, 
One of the major side effects is bad breath, and that's because acetone is created, which is a ketone, and your body will excrete ketones in one of two ways, urine or breath. And when it's excreted through the breath, it's as an acetone. So what's the prescription for that? Well, brush your teeth and carry some mouthwash. You can do it. Don't chew those silly pieces of gum or suck on those um, mouth those mouth mints because they're just full of junk, okay? So just get a good mouthwash, bring your toothbrush and brush your teeth and do some mouthwash. Another side effect is you'll be urinating a lot. Now this usually occurs in the first week that your body is going into nutritional ketosis and that, also, that happens because your liver is giving up a lot of the glycogen and um, also your insulin is being stabilized. Now when the body is using a lot of insulin, you know, like when your blood sugars are going up and down, up and down, up and down, um, insulin works with a sodium uh, um, assault pump. And when your ins and wherever salt is, water follows, right? Yeah, that's just the way it is. Or else you'd be super salty. So wherever salt is, water follows, just to keep it nice and balanced. So when your insulin is all over the place, your salt is elevated and water follows. But when your insulin is stabilizing and decreasing because it doesn't need to be used so much, then your body releases the salt. And wherever salt goes, water follows. So it's gone down in, into your urine. So what's the prescription for that? Just stay close to the loo. <laughs> Hang in there. You'll, you'll get through this part. The next part, the next side effect that a lot of people complain about is fatigue. And this usually happens because your body's just getting used to going from using carbohydrates to using fat as an energy source. And this usually lasts again between seven to 30 days. Um, and that's when most people quit because of this. Uh, recommendations for this is take, you know, take your vitamins, vitamin B complex. You might want to take some rhodiola, which helps uh, with your energy level. Um, and if you need naps, you need naps. If you need to lay low, lay low. It's no big deal. You, you will get through this, okay? Uh, so just hang in there during the struggle. The victory is just around the corner, okay? You can do this day by day by day. You got the grace just for one day, so hang in there, okay? So that's the topic for today at the Young and Healthy Crew Podcast on nutritional ketosis. Um, the body is burning fat instead of sugar as its primary fuel. And the reason we want to do that is because increased body fat increases our risk of a lot of medical problems. As you know, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, and cancers. So why not get your body fat under control and avoid a lot of these things? Because you know what? You are so worth it. You're worth this. So put in the time, the energy. If it takes you six months to get your body fat under control, if it takes you a year to get your body fat under control, it's okay. It will benefit you greatly, okay? So that's me. 